Okay, so it's been a few weeks. I do apologize for the minor hiatus, but uh, should be smooth sailing from here on out every Monday. And um, But yeah, I mean, a lot has happened in the last few weeks. Uh, the presidential election happened in, in the States. We have new vaccines coming out, lots of stuff. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about the presidential, presidential election, um, if really at all. But what I will say is... Um, I, I think it's good news that there's a new president. Uh, I don't like invoking my political opinions, but uh, I have to say that I, I do think it's a good thing. Um, what's happened these last few weeks with you know calling the election a fraud and, and all this all this stuff from Trump is uh, it's pretty toxic and it's just amplified the divide in America, which I, I think is just very unhealthy. So for no other reason, you know, if not even talk about policies, but for no other reason, I think it's good that we have a new president that's not going to amplify. Uh, the divide that is currently um, happening in America. So, but honestly, more important than that, there is a a, a Senate race in Georgia uh, right now that is going to go into the runoff election in January. So, if the Democrats can flip that, they will have power of the Senate, which is going to be absolutely huge because they'll have the House, they'll have the Senate, um, and uh, that's almost more important than whoever is the next president. So. That's going to be very interesting, but um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say really about the presidential election, but that did happen. Looks like Joe Biden's going to be the winner. That will be called, like I said, I think uh, early December uh, officially. So so yeah, we'll see what happens there, but uh, nonetheless, let's, um, let's dive into these stories. On to the news for this week. Uh, there's been some very good news uh, for vaccines. Um, last week, uh, Pfizer, I believe is how you pronounce it, came out with a vaccine that uh, looks to be about 90% effective, which is amazing. Uh, in comparison, flu shots uh, or flu vaccines are generally 50% uh, 50% effective. So very, very good news there. And then today uh, just came out um, that another U.S. Uh, company um, has just come out with a new vaccine and this one's about 94.5% effective. So um, what's probably going to happen in the next few weeks is there's going to be uh, probably an emergency use granted for these vaccines. Um, and uh, they're going to try to get these out as fast as possible. But right now it's looking like Moderna, who just came out with their vaccine today, which is 95% effective. Um, looks like they'll have about 20 million units by the end of 2020. Um, and Fitzer is probably going to have around 50 million. So um, it's a great start, but again, this this isn't going to be widely available till um, sometime in 2021. Um, now it's looking to be sooner than what was initially expected, but um, but yeah, very good news there. Uh, again, like I said, the, the flu vaccines are usually 50% effective or around there. Um, we're now in the mid 90s, so for for uh, for COVID, so. Very good news there. Um, if you're Canadian like me, the good news is that uh, Trudeau signed six agreements, obviously with six different companies um, that were working on vaccines. And it just so happens that two of the six um, are the ones that have already come out with uh, positive results for um, for the effective rate uh, for their vaccines. So Canada has an agreement both with Pfizer and with Moderna. So very good news there if you're Canadian. And obviously, if you're in the States, then very good news for you as well. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting uh, to see how this plays out, how fast they're going to be able to get this out to the public. Um, and it's also going to be interesting to see how this is going to affect um, or how it's going to work for poor poor countries, right? Um, because the, the only way to, to really stop the pandemic as a whole is to get this 
get, get vaccines available worldwide. Um, so that's also going to be something to, uh, to look out for is to see how this is going to get to the more developing countries. Um, and so that, that's also going to be very, very important, but, uh, but very good news uh, for vaccines. Um, it's going to be the only way that this pandemic really eventually ends, hopefully by this time next year. But, um, but yeah, so it's very good news. And the, also the other thing to mention is that, um, these, uh, there's going to be multiple vaccines. There's not just going to be one, um, which is good because, again, we need to get this to as many people as possible. And if you only have one producer, well, that's obviously not going to work too well. Um, it'll take much longer. So the good thing is that um, there are multiple companies working on this. The other good thing is that now we have an additional uh, company saying that there's uh, their effectiveness rate is in the high 90s or mid 90s. Um, so it's looking like this is actually going to be promising. So um, yeah, very good news there. And, uh, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen by the end of 2020, but also what's going to happen by mid 2021. So, uh, very good news there. Uh, I bet Trump is screaming because they announced this after he lost the election. So, uh, but it's good news for everybody. So, so that's the first story of the week that I think is of the utmost importance. Um, Another cool story, which I will get into the kind of drawbacks of, but I think is pushing in the right direction. Uh, New York City is now going to test um, uh, for crisis calls, for mental health calls to 911. They're going to test sending uh, mental health workers and um, uh, obviously just medics instead of police. Um, so if there is a crisis call that comes into 911, they're going to send mental health professionals um, as well as ambulance workers. So I think this is interesting. Uh, I think it's a, a step in the right direction for a few reasons. I think one, it ensures that people who are in a mental health crisis, that they're getting the proper support they need, um, because the police aren't really trained for that. They're not really trained to deal with, um, you know, helping somebody who has mental, cha mental health challenges, um, they're more trained to diffuse the situation and kind of make sure everybody gets on with their day. So um, I think that's one reason it's in the, in the right direction. Another reason is it also frees up police to do work that they're actually uh, trained for, um, which I, I think is great. Um, now, the drawbacks to this, uh, th there are a few. I think the main one that I see um, as a concern is if somebody is in uh, trouble, in, in, in a mental health crisis, uh, there's a lot of people that can turn violent, either towards themselves or towards others. So if you have somebody who's in a mental health crisis, depending on what their condition is, um, it's very possible that they could turn violent. And that obviously poses a, a great concern um, for the safety of the mental health professionals um, and, and uh, the the ambulance workers. So the problem I see is if you do have somebody who's, you know, not in the right place mentally, um, you know, it could turn violent. And in that case, if there's not a police officer around to properly defend the workers, um, or the people just around this person, um, it could turn, you know, deadly, you know, and, and so the safety for these workers is, um, obviously concerning. Um, there are some advocate. Uh, there are some activist groups that don't want the police there at all, and that's what they seem to be doing in New York, with the exception of if it's made explicit that this person is threatening to harm somebody or themselves. Um, 
or I believe actually it's just harm, uh, threatening to harm somebody else. But there are people who call for no police at all. And I don't agree with it because, again, like I said, you have to think about the safety uh, aspect of this as well. Um, I think 100% you need to have mental health professionals there, and that's what they're going to do. But I also am concerned about the possible health safety of uh, health safety, the, the safety of um, these professionals that go to uh, to these calls. So, um, like I said, I think it is a step in the right direction, but I do think that there still needs to be a balance between police presence and uh, mental health professionals. But nonetheless, a step in the right direction. It is a pilot program, so it, it is just a test, but uh, we're going to see where it goes. Um, there are a lot of mental health crisis calls. Um, it's in the hundreds of thousands. It's one in every three calls, I believe. So um, step in the right direction, but I do think there needs to be some uh, some working arounds with police presence and whatnot. So, But nonetheless, I think mostly uplifting news so so that's that and the last lastly uh there's actually um a very interesting thing that's happening in renewable energy um so because of covid uh, oil and fuel have plummeted uh, their investment is low um, prices have gone down uh, it's not doing too well but renewable energy has gone up over the last you know seven eight nine months uh, that covid has really hit hard um, so, so I think that's very good news. They've hit record growth for installing new re- renewable energy, uh, solutions. Um, 90% of new energy, uh, solutions that were installed this year were, uh, renewable energy based, um, not fossil fuel based. Um, so that's on a great track and it's actually on track to, to replace coal by 2025. It'll be more, uh, prevalent than coal will be. Um, within five years. So uh, very interesting stuff. Um, And a few weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, China announced that they were going to, um, uh, they're going to try to be uh, net zero emissions by 2060. Um, And now just this week, Japan, South Korea, they've also announced they want to be net zero emissions by 2050. So again, like I was saying a few weeks ago, I think the the main uh, point of this is that we are now headed in a direction where basically all the world is going to move towards renewable energy. It's going to create an amazing market. Um, and that is one of the great benefits that uh, is going to be for uh, America in having Joe Biden as president. Um, because right now they're spending about $7 billion a year um, on investment in renewable energies, which is a drop in the bucket. It's nothing. Um, Joe Biden wants to spend $300 billion over the next four years, so um, it's a substantial increase, and it's going to be needed because this is where the world's headed. Um, even under Trump, even after you know he's put in place, uh, you know he's he's deregulating things. He wants to ramp up the coal plants. Um, even under Trump, these last four years, coal production has gone down. Investment for renewable energies has gone up by 70%. Uh, it's gone down 20% for fossil fuels. So even under Trump, even under his deregulations, renewable energy is still picking up pace. And the only way that they're going to be able to be competitive in the future worldwide for renewables is if they start investing now, if they start really pushing for new technologies and to be the new leader um, in in renewable energy. So, so yeah, that's um, I think it's great news. Uh, you know, we're we're just we're going more green naturally. Um, 
almost, you know, it's just kind of the market is now starting to veer towards renewables, um, especially since we've seen what's happened with COVID and gas and coal. So um, very good news here. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see it. So so yeah, and uh, just a, a minor story. I won't talk too much about this. Um, Azerbaijan and Armenia have now signed a peace deal. Um, over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of conflict um, over the uh, over uh, the place Nagorno-Karabakh. I, hopefully, I pronounced that correctly. But um, it's basically a contested uh, land. Um, Armenia claims to uh, to own it um, and theoretically they do in a way um, but Azerbaijan has basically been running it from the 90s and uh, recently there's always been conflict there but re recently it's gotten pretty bad um, and so unfortunately for Armenia they basically had to let go of the land it's it's technically Azerbaijan's now um, and uh, so it's kind of a loss for them but in in a way I mean at least for now it, it's there's a ceasefire so there's there's not going to be as much bloodshed over it um, but, uh, but yeah, and they've also, Armenia's also had to sign over a few other lands as well. Um, so it's kind of a loss for Armenia, but again, I, I wanted to include it because I, I do think it's uplifting that we're, you know, there's not going to be as much bloodshed because again, like I said, it's been horrible, uh, over these last few weeks. So, and it was, it was brokered by Russia. So Russia is going to be keeping an eye on things and making sure that, uh, war doesn't break out again. But, um, but yeah, I think nonetheless, I think it's overall uplifting news. So I thought I'd include it here. But uh, yeah, just a just a minor story at the end. But um, but yeah, so just to recap, we have two vaccines now that have proven to be over ninety percent effective. Um, we have New York City testing, um, responding to mental health crisis uh, calls uh, without the police and just sending mental health professionals. Which again, I talk about the pros and cons there, but. Um, and then we also have renewable energy hitting record growth in 2020. It's going to most likely replace coal by 2025 um, and is also the largest power source in the world or going to be the largest power source in the world. Um, and lastly, Azerbaijan, Armenia have signed a, uh, a peace deal brokered by Russia uh, over the contested area of Nagorno-Karabakh and uh so there's a ceasefire now and uh, hopefully less conflict. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, just, uh, it was funny. I used to do YouTube, so I'm kind of used to saying the YouTube things like hit the like button or something like that. But uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, um, hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends, and uh, I'll see you guys here next Monday. Take care.